gentlemen. Welcome to the main event. Guys, welcome to the introduction to the Fantasy Football University. It's going to be a little bit of a different show. I got my co-host from Break from the Grind, George Geo Reed, and I got our buddy Mike Dirty Jobs from the Sleeper Wire Show. We're going to be doing a beginner's fantasy football podcast. There's all kinds of podcasts out there for the go- for those of you that know what you're doing. You know them, I know them. We listen to them every day. What there isn't is a show for the people who have no idea what's going on. Do you have that person in their le- in your league that draft a kicker early or think defense and fantasy football wins championships? This is a show for him or her. Guys, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you think this show is going to be? Okay, so first off and foremost, we got we're going to be taking a new person, somebody completely new to the game, has somewhat of an understanding of football, somewhat of an understanding of how the game is played, and has heard of fantasy football, but has never actually taken part in fantasy football. So what we're going to do, we're going to turn around and we're going to turn them into a champion. We're going to take them from step one, the draft, to all the way through to the end. But first, we're going to get her ready. We're going to get everything going where she's prepared for that very first draft, where she has a strategy going into it. It's, it's going to be me because we're going to be learning this all over again, and it's going to be a good time. Yeah, we're, we're all in those leagues where there's that one or two people who, like Mike mentioned, they, you know, they follow football, but they've never really done fantasy football. This is the show for them. Uh, we're not... We'll get into some metrics, but we're not going to get into like way advanced metrics. That's that's not us. That's not what we want to do for this particular show. Uh, we're not going to break down, you know, the Monday night games, the, the Sunday day, the games, Thursday games. We're not going to break those down. That's other shows on the Superwire Network. We are strictly focused on those beginners who, like Jason mentioned, they feel they need to fill out their entire roster before they focus on their bench. They think that because the quarterback scores the most points that's who they need to draft for in the first round or the second round or the third round. We're here to guide that type of person, that type of individual to a fantasy championship. And like Mike, Mike mentioned, we've got a, a young lady who's going to be coming on. She's going to be with us. She's never played fantasy football before. She follows you know, football a little bit, but she's never done the fantasy stuff before. We're going to take her from a novice to a championship. That is the goal. Uh, We're going to run her through the Fantasy Football University and make her a champion. So we've got we've got lesson plans. We've got quizzes. We've got tests. But you know what else we have? Because we're members of the the Sleeper Wire uh, network, we've got Mock Metal Mondays where you guys will be able to teach her during the mocks. You guys can be part of her education. Everybody needs classmates. Yeah, every. uh, Sleeperwire has now become a big old classroom where everybody, and listen, class sizes, it's up to you. We've got, we've got uh, Mail Sack, we've got Sunday Morning Blitz, we've got all the Sleeperwire shows to help her out, and she's going to be part of a pro-am. 
So when when she goes through the university, her second semester is during the season, and we're going to get her a championship against some of the pros. And we're even going to sneak her into a couple of her own home leagues. People unsuspecting, not knowing anything. Do to do. Here's this girl that comes in out of nowhere with just draft strategy after draft strategy, bailouts. I mean, we're talking everything you need to know to get you through these drafts. And then she's going to just go in there. And if it's a lax league where you don't have a lot of people paying attention, it's going to be complete domination. So very exciting stuff ahead. Very exciting stuff. So guys, uh, this is coming in the off season. If you want to reach out to us on Twitter, we're at FF underscore university. If you want to catch us on our Gmail, it's fantasyfootballuniversity at gmail.com. And soon to have a website, Fantasy Football University. Enjoy a short fantasy football break. Class will be in session soon. And go FFU. Welcome to A Break from the Grind. I'm your host, Jason. This is my co-host, George. Say hi to the people, George. Blah. 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 That's all you get from me. That is not... That is not the way that we should start a show when we have Mike Dirty Jobs Darling as our special guest. I thought it was Mike Dirty Jobs Row. No, no, no. (laughs) This one looks better and sounds better. Uh, we're just going to say we've got Mike Dirty Jobs on the show. If you think it's Mike Rowe, I'm not going to try to change your mind or sway you one way or another. But it'll be quickly apparent it's not him. <laughs> yes. Yes, it will. <laughs> because uh, we probably can't get him on our show right now. No, I mean, you know, the five listeners we have left after being off for several months, I don't think I don't think he's itching to get on a show with five people listening. <laughs> Although you never know. I'll reach out and ask. Yeah, d- Listen, what's the worst he says? No. He's done exactly. worse things. He's done worse things. Literally listen, done worse things. Listen, listen, you call yourself Dirty Jobs, I got a dirty job for you. <laughs> <laughs> Come be on a podcast with seven and a half listeners. <laughs> uh, so one thing we wanted to mention is that, uh, one thing I wanted to mention is that we were supposed to have Chris, or CK Knight on, uh, to do something special for us this week. Because uh, he lost a bet, but uh, our schedules what didn't sucks. align. Yeah, he's what, he's what? he's West Coast, saying, we're East Coast. It's just it hasn't worked out schedule wise. Yeah, and basically with with it, and this is his quote: uh, "Work sucks. They've been dicking me around, and I am not gonna be able to make it this week." Yeah, and then by the time he was actually, we pushed back and pushed back, and by the time he was able to make it, we'd already asked Mike to be on because we weren't sure that that. Uh, CK Knight was going to be able to do it, so um, so he is already booked for next week. He says next week's yep. better. Uh, so maybe this will just be the running joke of 2019, like we keep saying he's going to be the guest next week. <laughs> next week our guest will be CK Knight, and the following week CK our Knight. guest will be CK Knight. <laughs> and the following week, CK Knight. So uh, Mike was real cool and stepped in for us at the last minute, and uh, just a just a funny really down to earth kind of guy and um we've done yeah, blitz with him he's, 
he's somebody we've got to know really well the last uh, year or so. Uh, he, he's one of the mainstays from Superwire. He's one of the guys that Jason and I pretty much do all of our uh, all of our shows with. I mean, I can't think of anybody that we do a lot of shows with other than Mike. Yeah. Yeah, Mike, uh, so he, he agreed to come on. Uh, really good interview coming up. Um, and we've got, we talk a little bit about the Fantasy Football University. And we talk a whole lot about George's 20 questions. We we come up with a name for his 20 questions finally. We finally have a name for that segment. Uh, I think you'll enjoy that. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention before we get into the interview is our playoff challenge is still under the way. Uh, and the reason I wanted to mention it, and by the time this comes out, you know, uh, things will change probably. Probably. But, uh, right now I'm running fifth, George, fifth. I, I know. I'm looking at the top five right now. First place is uh, the third Mike. Second place is Jingling Josh. Third place is Trade Fantasy. Uh, fourth place is Double F, Double Leg. Fifth place, Bam. Bacon ears, Jason Watson. I got lucky. And coming in, coming in real close behind you is uh is our boy Cor- is our boy Corey from Sleeper Wire as well. Well, so I'll I'll have to say uh, you're saying coming in close, but like I'm passing people because I was down in like before this weekend slate of games, I was really low, but uh, I'm coming on strong here here towards the end. I think I'm gonna win this thing. Uh, nope. still got, you're not, you got a couple weeks left. No, so. Uh, I, I do want to mention that it looks like five out of this or six out of the wait five out of the six in the top six have all been on the show. Anyway, I, I wanted to mention that, and again, everybody thanks everybody to who donated. Um, you know we're gonna put that to good use come December time when we go shopping again for toys for tots. So thanks again. That it's been fun. Uh, I hope I win, and then I guess I'm giving the Diggs jersey to number two, right? That's how it goes? Yes. Yes. Uh, I, can't, I can't even though you can, you can get bragging rights, but you cannot win it. I can't have the – so I, I can't get the Diggs jersey? You cannot get the Diggs jersey. I wonder if somebody would trade me a Diggs jersey for um for maybe a uh, – A Chris Godwin, Chris Godwin helmet? helmet. Maybe, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wonder I mean, somebody- listen – you can do that on the side if you want, but as far as this playoff challenge goes, yeah, you are ineligible to win. Oh, that sucks. Now, you, could, you can win it all, but you only get bragging rights. You don't get the actual jersey. Damn it. All right, well, I want my $10 back. <laughs> Sorry, no refunds. I didn't look much past my name. I, you know, I hit my name and went, hey, look, where, where are you is? Uh, let me see. Where is I be? I am above two drink. Okay, well that's that's important. That's important. But I'm slightly below swag. Oh, that hurts. Yeah, it does. But it's close. So neither one of those guys have their quarterbacks. So I I should pass them. Uh, swag relatively easily, to be honest. Uh, swag's got up on me by eight points right now. Right that's now. Right now, you're in a fantasy football breakdown sandwich. I am. I'm the meat of the sandwich. I thought you're the meat of the bread of the fantasy football breakdown. Yeah. So, Dirty Jobs is is ahead of me. He's he's running right in the middle of the pack. 
Well, speaking of dirty jobs, we're going to break away from this uh, fascinating talk about about our particular lineups in a playoff challenge that most of you aren't part of. Uh, we're going to move which, in. Which, which, by the way, you should be a part of. There's yeah. no excuse. It was no, ten bucks. It was for the ten kids. bucks. Ten bucks will buy kids a cool toy in December. And I know you what and you're a saying. friend get together, we could buy a kid a helmet. Exactly. Exactly. And there's a lot of window lickers that need helmet. Oh wait, you're not talking about that kind of helmet. Bike helmet, no. right? Yes. All right. Uh, anyway, so we're gonna get away from this. We're gonna we're gonna jump into our interview with Dirty Jobs. Uh, he's with the Fancy Football University. He's with Sleeperwire. Uh, he's one of our really good friends on the internet. It's uh, Mike Dirty Jobs. And our guest this evening is Mike, aka Dirty Jobs from Sleeperwire. You can follow him on Twitter at Dirty Jobs Twenty One. We've been looking forward to doing this interview all week, Mike. What is going on, my friend? Not much. How are we doing, guys? I'm glad to finally be on. I've been a fan of your guys since, well, forever ago. I mean, before you guys even joined the team, I'd heard about you guys, and I got to check out that show. And so here we are. I'm, I'm excited. Thanks for having me, guys. Hey, so the, uh, the, the pleasure is ours. The first question I do have to ask, though, is uh, Dirty Jobs 21 was like 20 and 19 and 18. Were, were all those taken? So, no, uh, Dirty Jobs was taken, but Dirty Jobs twenty one's always been my lucky number, so then I just went with that for the next one, and it, and it took. Okay. Yeah. I didn't go Dirty Jobs 1, Dirty Jobs 2. <laughs> <laughs> 19, fuck! That's taken. <laughs> fuck! 21, Eureka! <laughs> Yeah, I think I think after I got to like Dirty Jobs ten, I would figure like I'd maybe make my in, the S a Z or something, and I'd be Dirty Jobs instead. You know, <laughs> add, an, add an underscore in there somewhere. Right, right, right. Dirty underscore Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> that does have a kind of a nice little ring to it. Dirty underscore. Ooh. Dirty underscore. <laughs> uh, so we wanted to have you on. Uh, first, because we enjoyed being with you on the Blitz all year long this year with Sleeper Wire. Second, because you're going to be uh, one member of our three-man team on Fantasy Football University. And third, because you're a funny motherfucker. So uh, we're glad to have you on. Uh, and uh, so why don't you talk about... Well, let's start with the Fantasy Football University. Um, well, I mean, I'm just, I'm excited, man. That was an idea that actually you and I kind of just kind of started bouncing off of each other and it's kind of developed into this, this thing, you know, and this thing is to me, it's a huge need in the fantasy football community right now. The only thing that you can actually listen to is like, say expert advice and things like that. And if somebody was to just sit down and say, listen to like a sleeper wire blitz, they're going to sit there and they're going to think, well, I guess I'm going to start these players but they just might not have the the why behind it, you know, like the the what it the reason why we're putting these guys in there. And so, I mean, we're going to be taking this girl Kelly, and I mean, we're going to take her and we're going to make her a champion. She's never done this before. She's never seen this before. So, to me, this taps like this whole audience that just is probably waiting and hopefully expecting a show like this to finally come out where they can hop in and join in on the fun. You know what I noticed today, and I, I sent a message to George, and he never replied to it, but um, so from time to time, I check 
like the brands and see, you know, you can go you can go to GoDaddy and check to see what your brand is worth. You know, you can see what your website's worth. And I I put in bftgpodcast.com and it said something like two hundred dollars. And you're you know, full of shit. We it, lost money. <laughs> well, no, I'm not saying I'm making money. I'm just saying what they they claim that the uh, what the the URL is worth. So I put in Fantasy Football University, and it said like a thousand something dollars. And I'm like, man, I already I I can already make money on this podcast. I didn't even try yet. So right. we're, 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 it sounds like a new market. We're just gonna create names of shows, take the website, make the website, wait a month, and then sell it. Yeah, I mean Love it's. It. It's not new, so uh, URL camping is is not a new thing for sure. But I, I, honestly, I couldn't believe nobody had taken Fantasy Football University yet. Yeah, that is crazy. I, I mean, because we were sitting there just trying to come up with a good name and everything like that, and I thought for sure, like when we came up with that, that that was going to be taken. And sure enough, here we are. Yeah, like, I love it. No podcasts, no, no URLs, nope. nothing on Twitter. It was fantastic. And we own it, and you guys can't have it. I mean, you can come listen. You can be a part of it, but you can't have it. <laughs> so so Jason mentioned earlier about uh, how Mike's part of Superwire. We've done um, the Sunday Blitz with Mike. We've done numerous shows, the Mock Metal Mondays with Mike. Mike, how would you get started with Superwire? Um, honestly, I was uh, on the Sleeper app, and... I noticed uh, Chris, the professor, had stated, hey, we're looking for some people and things like that. And I mean, I jumped all over it. And, you know, at first it was just kind of looking like, well, this guy's going to be here and maybe every now and again we'll need you and things like that. But even in that first year, I uh, started I started hosting almost every single week. And then uh, eventually I, I kicked off the Blitz, I believe, at the beginning of last season. So the creator of the Blitz somewhat and uh, just kind of went from there and just kept growing and growing and growing. And, uh, you know, as other people were kind of stepping away, I, I kind of got an increased role over there and now really think I'm part of the team. So it, it's been really fun, man. It's a heck of a group of guys to be a part of. Yeah. And on top of that, like you produce every show. Yeah. Especially now with the uh, old Steve on hiatus. Well, yeah, where, where is Steve? Is he okay? Like, he's just falling off the face of the earth. We're not sure if Steve just disappeared or if he died or if he's in prison. <laughs> <laughs> like, my, 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 my money is on prison. Right. <laughs> I think he's in prison. That's that's where that's where I'm putting my money at. He went to jail. Steve's, Steve's, in, Steve's been locked up. <laughs> he had a little too much fun with all his fantasy football winnings. Uh, Steve if you're listening A you shouldn't have a phone or a radio in jail to download the podcast but B we miss your brother (laughs) much love miss you very much so we really Uh, don't know where he is huh like he hasn't responded Steve is Uh, the last thing he said is he's gonna uh, release the pro uh, not the pro-am show the best of show and then Adam and Chris ended up having to redo that show because that was it. We haven't heard anything since. Huh. huh. Do we know his family? Like, can we can we reach out to him? You know, it's kind of funny because, like, I found out that his last name isn't Quick. I'm not going to name drop him or anything like that. But, I mean, 
I'm pretty good at that internet investigating, looking for people and stuff like that. I did not know I was that was something I was good at, but I got it tracked down. Uh, I mean, I know his dad's name, things like that. I mean, but just trying to get anybody to contact me back seems to be the trick. Oh, so you've actually reached out and talked to... Man, I I am so glad I know Dirty Jobs, because if I go missing... You're like, uh... You're totally like, what's his name in, in Taken? Mike has a particular set of skills. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can locate you, but that's about it. It's like... <laughs> After that. He's like, I'll find you, but after that, I'm done. Like, it's cold, yeah, and I'm I, staying by the fire. <laughs> like, that's it. Forget it. I'm done. I found you. That's all I wanted to do. Right? We know you're there. That's all we need. <laughs> so, all right. Well, uh, Jason, you want to move into these 20 questions I got? Absolutely. So, George comes up with these random 20 questions. We tried to think of a, a, a pithy name, and we could do some kind of drop for this uh, but then I realized the questions were just dumb, and it really didn't deserve a whole lot of extra. So, George, what with with that talk up? Go ahead. Well, what what, what an introduction! I mean, Jesus Christ! Oh, Jesus! I I, I mean, how do I follow that? I, I really don't know. Listen, um, I said I, I will try my best. Here's the deal, and and this I might cut this out so the listeners don't understand what I'm doing, but I'm going to tell you I set the bar super low. All you have to do is step over it. I, and I always do. Uh, all right, let's get into the shitty, the, the 20 shitty questions, apparently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. I thought it was a good segment. Uh, all right, question number one. Who's your favorite Super Bowl MVP of all time? Oh, Peyton Manning, for sure, dude. Peyton Manning. The way he came to Denver and just sat up and went uh, that season. Was just phenomenal. Now the closing, the last season of his was left left a lot to be desired. But the first year he came on as a Bronco, that was he, dude. He was amazing. Jason, you got one. Uh, I'm gonna say. Well, so listen, I'm a homer. I'm a Bucks homer. I'm gonna say Dexter Jackson, um, for winning or for helping us Tampa win against Oakland. A couple decades ago. Listen, he, it's not like he's my favorite player. Uh, there have been way better Super Bowl performances, but uh, as a Bucks fan who hasn't had anything to celebrate since then, still Dexter Jackson. Yeah, nope, not wrong <laughs> with that. Uh, I'm actually going to go with Desmond Howard because I just want to say that I chose a kick returner or a punt returner as my favorite Super Bowl MVP of all time. It's not. It's not as cool if you just do it so you say you can do it, though. But that's who my favorite one of all time is. It's a special teams player. All right. Uh, question two. <laughs> Have you ever slept through something important? Oh, man. But it, it like I have, but man, it was in the 90s the last time I did that. I don't sleep much. It's, it's, in fact, I get accused of being a vampire all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't, so I can't think of anything super important, but I'm, I'm notorious for going to bed early. My wife hates me for it. Uh, I will just fall asleep on the couch or on the in my love seat and just like, you know, after a long ass day at the factory and it's like it's nonstop. Once I stop on the chair, it's like all that adrenaline and energy and like all of that from work just goes away and I feel relaxed and and it usually happens right after we put my son to bed. 
when I feel, and my daughter's old enough now, she can basically take care of herself. So I'm like in the house where there's nobody that needs me for anything to, to survive. And I just like, I just pass out. The one thing I can think of that I felt I slept through that my wife was unhappy with is she took us to this, she took me to this orchestra and she, it was this beautiful, you know, Christmas music and whatever. I slept right through that. Like I, I would say it was, it was so nice and beautiful. You just slept through the whole fucking thing. But my head, it was one of those, so it was totally one of those deals where like your head would like lurch forward or backwards and then you'd wake yourself up because you're like completely like jerking your head around. And, and I did that for the three hours of that damn show. You want to know what we called that in the Marine Corps? Mm-mm. You were dick sucking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what it was. It was more entertaining than that orchestra. <laughs> Just saying, that's what your experience. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we called it in the Marine Corps, and you keep bobbing your head up and down because you can't you're falling asleep. Yep, you're dick sucking. (laughs) Uh, Number three, if you were a superhero, what furry character would you want as a sidekick? Snarf from the Thundercats. Oh, that's a great one. Zero hesitation either. That means I wish I had a snarf. That is... It's it's like I gave you the questions beforehand and you nailed that one, but I didn't give you the questions beforehand. (laughs) I honestly couldn't even think... The only one I could think of was was Rocket from from, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, but I will take Snarf over Rocket a hundred times out of a hundred. Yeah, same here. Snarf for the win, please. Uh, Is it weird that think about being a superhero with Snarf all day long? I mean, you just get... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, I'm like, what? This is catered to dirty jobs. <laughs> <laughs> dirty jobs smokes a bowl and thinks about being a. Sub- okay, so what would be your superpower then? Ooh. You know, I think it. I think if you're gonna rock around with Snarf, I think you just have to be funny. So, I mean, your superpower would have to be just. I mean, something mellow. Like I could see underwater or something like that like something really really lame can't you see underwater anyway so i feel, I, I was about to say i feel like if i put my head underwater and opened my eyes i could probably see i uh, see that sounds like burning to me that sounds like burning <laughs> <laughs> so i so now i feel like this is bit, so this I, this is something that not only has dirty jobs thought about for a while but maybe hallucinated <laughs> about like the last yeah. time he went to a pool a little ayahuasca action, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I think I would want some something like Deadpool, uh, where where I'm impervious to pain, and, and this way, if you hit me with something or you shoot me, I can just look at you like you're a fucking idiot. No, so I think he still feels pain, right? He he still feels pain. He just uh, he can't die, and he it regenerates really fast. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Uh, they do, there is a, uh, a condition where people don't feel pain. It, and it's super creepy. Well, it's not, so it's not just creepy, but it's, it's actually like really dangerous for the person that has it. Cause like, you can put yeah. your hand on a stove and not feel it and then smell your fingers melting together. Yep. Yeah. But I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen with that? I mean, you're just sitting there with burnt ass hands that you can't feel anyways. Right. Right. I guess. I mean, I imagine it would do a lot of damage to you, though. Chop off your hand. Just not feel it. I don't know. 
do it while maintaining eye contact with the person that pointed out that your hand was on the stove. You're like, oh yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> your move, hotshot. Uh, you know what I would do first time every time that I could uh, that I met somebody? I'd tell them that I had that con- affliction. I'd tell them they could stab me with something sharp, and then I'd pretend to feel pain and be like, why would you do that? Every awesome. every time I met somebody new, <laughs> I would totally pull a. Will- I'm sorry. What's that mic? I stepped on you. Oh, I said, yeah. Just go ahead, light me on fire, or something like that, and then yeah, start freaking out or something when they start doing it. <laughs> I'd pull. A, I, I'd pull a Will Ferrell and Talladega Nights. I can't feel my legs. I can't feel my legs. Watch. Stab myself. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Which Origins movie is your favorite? What is a Origins movie? Uh, is this real life right now? Yeah, I don't. I don't know what that is. So it's like the comic book characters where they do Origins, like Wolverine Origins. Uh, I think they've had a couple of other ones. Jason, you're the comic uh, guy here. Help me out. Oh, I just got my bowl of mac and cheese. You're gonna have to do this without me for a minute. Seems okay. like I'm going the whole podcast without you. <laughs> I have a little rant about these little Wolverine movies and stuff like that. Like, I watched the first X-Men, and I basically tapped out right then. I'm like, I just, you know, the comics, it was kind of cool because it kind of made your own picture in your head and things like that. But when I saw these people, like, in real life and things like that, like, people that I feel like I could take in a fight or something, you know, like the Wolverine guy, like, yeah, he looks big, you know, but I think I'd take him. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, I, I'm out. I just, uh, so I stopped right then. I have not watched any other Marvel DC, like Deadpool. I've never seen Deadpool. I'm honestly really not a big movie guy though, either. I haven't really watched too many movies ever since I got married. Really? Okay. Yeah. Good job picking a question, George. Hey, hey, listen, I told why, you. This is why- this is why I don't give him beforehand. We would never have gotten to know that Mike really doesn't watch movies. Yeah, at all. See? that That's that's great insight, Jason. It was a great question. What do you do with your time? You know, honestly, I work. I, I work a lot. I'll do a lot of stuff around here. I research stuff. Man, I'm always on my computer reading or on my phone reading things. He's, he like, lives in Wyoming, Jason. There's not much of a, you know... A city life out there. Well, that's what I was going to say. I thought for Wyomingers, I don't know how you, what do you guys call yourself? Wyomingites? Wyomingites, yeah. Okay. I took a stab at that one. I didn't know. Um, I thought with nothing else to do, you guys would be like huddled around a fire and watch a movie. Uh, no, I, like I said, I mean, I can't sit still for more than a couple hours. You know, that's my problem is I'm always want to just go do something else right when I sit down. I'm like, oh, I should go do this right now. Now I feel like we should get a list of movies together and then just, like, ask if you've seen them. <laughs> okay, we're I've doing seen, that. I've seen a lot of movies. You know, there's, like, Star Wars. I'll always be a Star Wars guy. Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Yep, I watched all of those. Harry Potter? Mm-mm. Nope, I tried to watch the first one of those and I couldn't get into it. And it's and I'm, I'm a big nerd, like, so I really should have, but I just didn't. Yeah. Same here. I, I I couldn't get into Harry Potter either. I haven't seen any of them either, but 
oh wow that's, that's the first time that's ever happened to me where two like usually people are like you've got to watch it I'm like i don't have to do anything like, <laughs> <laughs> no so honestly like i can't i it's not that i probably would sit down and enjoy it if if I ever turned it on, but knowing it was going to be like a nine movie or however many movie series it was going to be, I was just like, I'm not getting into this. I just, I don't have that much free time. Right, right. That's my biggest thing, too. I mean, kids and stuff like that. And then, you know, I work a full time job and then fantasy. I try to do almost as much as a full time, except, you know, in the off season, I, I slack off like the rest of them. But it's uh just a constant bear over here it seems it's always doing something do you guys like game of thrones i've never seen one episode of that either honestly everybody tells me i have to watch that and i'm with you that's like, that's, the, that's like the best cinematic experience i've ever seen and i think that might have ruined other shit for me too yeah i've never i've never seen game of thrones either wow seeing you two are sitting here chastising me about movies you guys need to go sit down and watch some game of thrones together i'm not like the first season yeah it's a little blah you know it's not that great but if you can watch the second season and not watch the third fourth fifth and sixth like as soon as possible almost everybody i suggested this to i'm not even joking does not leave their tv until they're caught up regardless of what life is going on whatever they just sit there glued to their TV. That's how good it is. I have a terrible, yeah. I have a terrible, terrible habit of being told that hey, I have to watch a whole series, and then starting that series, and then it's really good, but at some point I just kind of zone out and lose interest, you know. And, and right. I, I did, I did that with Westworld. Yeah, me too. I I really liked first season of Westworld, but I. As soon as second season started, I was like, I'm not watching this. I, I just don't. How far did you just make it into the second season? Because same exact thing for me, too. Oh, it literally was one episode. Same I, here. I, I have a hard time. If you don't get my attention within, like, the first two or three episodes, I I, I can't continue. It's super, super hard for me to, to sit down and watch something. If you don't get my attention and get me into it in the first couple episodes, I just can't do it. Yeah, I challenge you guys to make it through the second season of Game of Thrones and not watch the rest of it. Hmm. So, my other issue is, if if I'm going to watch something and my wife wants to watch it as well, then I have to watch it on her timeline, and she's busy as hell. Like, so, I would sit there and watch... Well, Jason, if you get up off your ass and helped a little bit after work, she wouldn't be so damn busy. This is not... <laughs> This is not the problem. She has her own. <laughs> she has her own stuff going on that I can't help with, and uh, like diaper oh, takes. And... You 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 can't help with, or you don't want to help with. No, can't. <laughs> she's doing. She's making diaper cakes and editing photos and all kinds of stuff that I can't do. No, you can. You don't want to. No, for you sure. can't make for sure couldn't make a diaper cake if I if you if you had a gun to my head and told me I'd die tomorrow. Make a diaper cake. Like, I probably wouldn't even bother trying. Oh, I'd try. You know why? It might be the sorriest looking diaper cake you've ever seen. But God damn it, I'm living till tomorrow. <laughs> right. I'm going to use that cake making time to figure out how I'm going to get out of this jam. <laughs> Plus, the other thing is tomorrow the Punisher comes out season two. And I'll be tied up with that until I can burn through it and then cancel my Netflix. Nice. That everybody's canceling their Netflix, the $2 hike. I'm I, not. 
Uh, well, so I'm I'm canceling it because I'm just going to use my my parents' password. Ah, <laughs> like that's, um. what, that's what my parents do. They use my my password for uh, Netflix and for the uh, WWE Network. Yeah, so I'm I'm totally going to save that thirteen bucks. Oh, my whole family watches every single one of mine. Like my niece, my sister. I have to buy new accounts all the time. I swear, there's only like. 12 people who actually have Netflix accounts. Right. Everybody else is borrowing somebody uh, else's. No wonder the price had to go up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the price had to go up because they paid $100 million for Friends. Which was stupid, but that's another subject. Well, I mean, a lot of people watch it, but like, I feel like it, I should be able to say, hey, I promise you I won't watch Friends. Keep my price lower. Exactly. What? $2.5 billion a year or something crazy like that. Yeah, and then they, you know, they bid on Seinfeld, and they're making all kinds of new, but they spend a bunch of money on Adam Sandler movies nobody watches, and it's like. <laughs> so do you guys not like Friends either? No, eh, I don't like that. It's okay. It's it's all right. That's, that's got to be one of my favorite shows, too. I love it. It's probably top five, anyways. I, I totally would not have pegged Dirty Jobs for a Friends fan. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't have either. It's just too funny. I don't know. Like, the way they write it and the way that show flows, it just, it, it, I was addicted to it when I was, like, 16 years old, though, too. Do you watch Big Bang, Mike? You know, that was one I got into for a little bit, but I couldn't, like, stay into it. That was one of those. Like, I just, so when I would watch it, it would never be in order. It'd always be different shows, you know, on different channels and things like that. So I think that kind of did it. And then kind of looking at the, whatever, 12 seasons or whatever they have. It was just like 20 episodes a season. I'm like, yep, nope, I'm out. Yeah. Now that, now that is a funny show that I watch all the time. I love Big Bang Theory. My favorite show right now has been and always, it probably will for a long time, is Impractical Jokers. Yep. Love it, love it, love it. The problem that is... Show is go ahead, Mike. Oh, that, that was just that show is funny, man. I like I like Impractical Jokers. So the problem with Impractical Jokers for me is I feel like I would say all of the things that they won't say to people. Like if you right. if, if you watch Joe, Joe will say fucking anything, right? I feel like I'd be right. that. Yeah, I've never had a filter. That's one thing I like. I don't think before I talk. I never have. It's just, it's a constant flow. You know, it just happened while it's happening in the head. And especially if I can get a laugh out of it, I'm probably going to exploit the situation even harder. Yeah, know? me too. Me too. And and the more uncomfortable for me, the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the shocked appreciation. I think that's one of my favorite reactions when they're like, oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> That's funny. Like, that's, I think, my favorite reaction out of people. All right. All right, I'm going to go with the next question here. What drugs did Adam Gase do before that Jets presser? That was straight cocaine. Straight cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he looks too square for that, so I think he just got hocked up on Red Bull and, uh, and, uh, all, and he mixed Red Bull and Monster, and that's what happens. He had so his I, first coffee ever in his whole entire life. <laughs> <laughs> so I seen a a, a, a gif on GIF. Uh, 
gif on Facebook and it was a small little tiny taco and it was moving around the screen and everywhere the taco moved, his eyes followed. It oh, was absolutely, it was yeah. absolutely fantastic. That's the shell shock of having to go from the Dolphins to the Jets and realizing you still play the Patriots twice a year. <laughs> or it could be the shell shock from going from Miami to New York and realizing there's worse teams and worse situations out there than what you just left. He saw he saw what his state taxes would be like right before he got to the podium. <laughs> he said, fuck. Right. Right. For being the coach of the Jets, you owe us twelve dollars this year. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for showing up. Plus plus tolls. <laughs> plus tolls, yes. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if he, so like I wonder if he negotiated the tolls into his contract. Like, yeah, dude, I'm really not paying tolls driving to and from work every day. That's uh, you know, that's Oh, I was going to say that was funny. When I went down to Florida, we drove. I think I told you guys that we were driving down there. And that's something that's like completely foreign to me is tolls, right? And those things are everywhere. Like you got to pay money to actually drive on roads. You're already paying money to drive on, right? Like, mm-hmm. am I getting that right? Yep. Yep. But it, it, it keeps the taxes down. That's why Florida has uh, very low taxes is because we, we have tolls. Yeah, it's one of the reasons, fucking everywhere. It's one of the reasons why we don't have a state income tax. Although I don't think Wyoming does either, right? No, huh? We don't have a state income tax, nor do we have tolls. We're we don't we're, we'll pay you to show up, kind of thing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's you get a moving bonus of twenty thousand dollars for moving to Wyoming, right? Uh, question number seven: Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes. Uh, you you tell- are on you are on the right side of history, even though you don't watch movies. Yeah, I was just going to say you can tell this guy knows nothing about movies. <laughs> it's officially Christmas until I see Gruber go down Yakutami Yaku Plaza or whatever it's called. I can't even remember the name of it because it's been like three weeks since I watched it last. But <laughs> three weeks. What? Coincidentally, three weeks ago is right about Christmas time. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a family tradition at my house. Like, I, we've done it every single year. I can understand why people say it's not a Christmas movie, though, just to help you out there, Jason. I can understand it, too. They just like being wrong. Right. <laughs> What's the coolest mistake you've made when ordering something either online or in person? I'm sorry, the costliest. I I misread that. So what's the most expensive thing that you've ordered on accident? I don't think anything. I don't think I've ever ordered anything on accident. One time my son ordered like $200 worth of Google Play things for the Singing Monsters game or something like that. (laughs) What? Did you get it back? Yeah. No, they said, sorry, you should have locked your phone when I called them. Well, Apple oh, will 100% give you your money back. Yeah, see this is this was uh this was Google Play that I had and they're they're jerks, man. They they were like happy about my situation. They're like, "Oh good, we got your money. Thanks." Like, I'm like, "Really, dude? Like this doesn't happen a lot." Well, you should just lock your kids out of your phone. I'm like, "Dude, I was asleep. I didn't even know you could lock a phone, you know?" <laughs> yeah. I'm from Wyoming. We just got these newfangled things. Just got the internet two years ago. Like, come on, <laughs> with us. <laughs> I didn't even know we had signal here. <laughs> How about you, oh, Jason? 
You ever order oh. anything on accident? Uh, I actually have two uh, Chris Godwin helmets because I ordered one and forgot I won it and ordered another one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wasn't expensive. Yeah. Yeah, that's but, fantastic. But now I have two Chris Godwin helmets as prizes. So there's that. There, there's that. So I don't think I don't do a whole lot of online shopping. Um, so I, I can't think of anything that I've ever ordered uh, by accident. But this question came about because one of the guys that we work with, he uh, I think he had some dental work done, and they gave him some medication, and he took some when he got home. And I guess later on that night he got up and he went on Amazon and he ordered like a custom pair of shoes for like 250 bucks and he ordered like a $85 backpack and a whole <laughs> bunch of other stuff and didn't know he ordered any of this. And so the shoes, when you say custom, he had his name embroidered on the side and misspelled his name, but because they were custom embroidery, they wouldn't let him return it. Yeah. No refunds on those bad boys. That's awesome, though, because that's like the adult experience of Santa Claus, right? Like, (laughs) (laughs) until until you look at your bank, I was going to say, until you look at your bank account and you realize you spent like $600 on Amazon the night before and don't remember it. Right. But I mean, but it's cool until that moment, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's really cool until you go to swipe your card and it's like declined. It's like, what the fuck? I'm just trying to get a coffee. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome uh, uh, question number nine what would you sell your soul for oh man like probably a Klondike bar or something like that it's probably pretty <laughs> <laughs> like you're not gonna you're not gonna get much for this used Taggart thing <laughs> listen we, we had somebody say uh, Cadbury Easter eggs you, at least you stepped up a little bit from that <laughs> <laughs> right yeah I wouldn't do it for that. Jeez, I'm not. A, I'm not. A... <laughs> I'm collect- Listen, I bought that dude a Cadbury. I will buy you a Klondike bar. I, I've got. I'm gonna have a couple souls. That way, when I sell my soul for a million bucks, I still got two to spare. Yeah, but I mean, this. Is, I mean, look what you're dealing with here, bud. I mean, that's your spare. Is like, you know, you can ride this thing for about sixty miles, but you're gonna want to get the real one really quickly. <laughs> Uh, qu- uh, question number question number ten. I think I found, the, of- I, I found the I found the I'm sorry, George. I I found the show the show name. Dirty Jobs Soul is the don't. Oh, wait, Dirty Jobs has the donut of souls. <laughs> <laughs> the spare donut. <laughs> uh, question number ten is probably one of Jason's all time favorite questions. Do you stand to wipe? I do not. I'm an American. <laughs> Damn right. Damn right. I actually tried it. I, I I don't see the allure of it. Like I can, you know. I've never tried it. I never will. Well, you that go- just sounds like an accident waiting to happen. Like, it- and I mean, when we're talking about an accident of that magnitude, I don't want no part of it. Well. So let me ask you this: Do you go down between your legs, below your danglies, or do you go around back? You got to go around the back, right? George goes between. You the- don't. You don't have to. 
You don't have to. George goes. You can go down. You can go down between the danglies. That's acceptable. No, no, it's under. What kind of danglies do you have? You can go between them. Elephant Titus. <laughs> <laughs> like mine are pretty well connected. I couldn't get anything through there. You'd have to go above. So, George, I don't know if you know this, but you're getting older. They're going to dangle lower and lower, which means you're going to have to reach even further every time you go as you Fuck. age. I'm going to need I'm gonna need a ball bra soon is what you're telling me. No. What I figure you'll do is you'll just, like, pull them up and lay them on your leg. <laughs> I don't know. George's ball bras have quite the ring to it if you ever wanted to know. <laughs> have you ever seen somebody... Have you ever seen somebody polish a bowling ball? Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I'm thinking. You're right. <laughs> right. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna vent the ball bra. Bring that bitch on Shark Tank. See if I can get Mark Cuban to go in with me. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Oh shit! You only Number end up 11. with you only end up with Mister Wonderful. Hey, listen, that's fine. That's I I like Mister Wonderful. That's fine. Uh, question 11. Does pineapple belong on pizza? It can. It's okay to be on pizza. I like a uh, good Hawaiian pizza every now and again. Absolutely. See, you've been on the right side of history on most of these questions. I want you to know that. Abomination. It's weird that people are so against it. It that, doesn't taste good. See, I like, I like pineapples on everything. I really think I was meant to be like a tropical kind of a guy. Where, like, the coconuts that were growing on our, uh, the place I was staying down there, I kept climbing up in the tree and grabbing a coconut because I like coconut milk and just, I don't know. I'm into stuff like that. I like pineapples, but it, it's just weird. People are, people, like, you know, you don't get people angry about anchovies on a pizza, which I think have no, like, when you say you're going to put fish on my pizza, I will slap you in the mouth. No, I agree with yes. that, too, but listen... I love pineapple in almost any situation except on pizza. It just makes the dough so it makes your crust soggy, and, and it's just the wrong flavors. It's just awful, just terrible. <laughs> Give me a pineapple with sausage, green peppers, and ham. Oh, wonderful! That sounds really good. It does. Can't go wrong. Uh, where am I at? Question number twelve. Would you convert religions for a significant other? I mean, I've never really been into religion, so I think I could do that. Like, sure, I'll be <laughs> you know? Yeah, but if you had to go to service every week, would you be able to? I don't think I would be with that person just because I could. I mean, like I was saying earlier, the same with movies. I just can't sit in one place. And to sit in one place and have a guy talking to me, yeah, no, I'm out. I can't do it. Yeah, my my wife is, and my wife and my mother in law are super super Catholic. Like, oh, right. uh, tonight my 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 mother in law went to church tonight. It's fucking Wednesday. No, it's Thursday. Who goes to church on Thursday? Anyway, right. uh, your wife's they, been on this show. She is not Catholic super school. Catholic. Uh, yes, she kind of is. Uh, as you know, she was very uncomfortable coming on the show. <laughs> she so still answered the question. She won't ever come back. Did she? She did. Is she? Uh, did she have to say a bunch of hail marys after? Uh, she, dude, listen. I shit you not. My wife's aunt is a nun, and she's been a nun for over fifty years. Wow. Like I'm telling you, when I say my wife is Catholic, like it doesn't 
I don't know more people who are more Catholic than my wife and her, her side of the family. But uh, every once in a while, I will go to to mass with them. Uh, typically, it's the big ones I'll go, like for Easter or for Christmas or whatnot. I'll do those. That's fine. That's whatever. But every once in a while, I'll go with her. But I'm not super, super like into religion or or uh, Christian or anything like that either. Like, it's just it's weird. I don't know how this dynamic worked out, but it did. Yeah, my wife. Yes, I'm not knocking anybody that is or anything like that. I just it's never been for me. Uh, like my kids, my wife, my family. I think like the only religious thing that I've ever had experienced. I mean, I went to church with friends and stuff like that, but I think my parents have like a 10 commandments sitting over the kitchen table. Right. And that's legit. The only, I mean, it's not like we ever read it out loud or anything like that. That was, that was the, some of my religion growing up was this 10 yep. commandments sitting above my kitchen table. And that was literally it, you know? So yeah, every, and that people are, shouldn't do it, you know? Oh no 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 absolutely no like every night before dinner we 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 all sit around the table as a family we we say a little prayer before dinner uh if, if my son has his girlfriend come over she's saying a prayer before dinner whether she likes it or not <laughs> it's just it, it's it and that's like not the way I was raised at all like my family didn't get into going to church or anything like that until we moved from Massachusetts to Florida uh, before that, we never went to church. We weren't into religion or anything like that. It's just everything that we do with my kids and we make them do. Uh, I, I don't even really shouldn't say make them do because a lot of the stuff that they we make them do, they actually like and want to do. But it's just not stuff I did as, as I was younger when I was growing up. It just wasn't my thing. It wasn't my family's thing or anything like that. It's just it was it's weird. That's cool, though. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it, yeah, sure. It's, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> the family experience, at the very least, that's that's pretty awesome because you just, oh yeah, like my family, we don't do anything like that. Like I go almost the whole entire week without seeing my kids. You know, like I see them because I have to take them places and things like that. But I mean, as far as we're concerned, they have their lives and I have mine. My uh, son's thirteen; he's about to be fourteen. My daughter's about to be 16. So, and it's not like a bad thing. It's not like we're not close or anything like that. It's just they have their own things going on, you know? So it'd actually be kind of nice to sit down and do stuff like that. Yeah. No, it, listen, I can super relate. My son just turned 17. My daughter is 14, soon to be 15. So they're right in that age group as well. So, no, it's, it, I completely understand the whole they have their life, you have yours, and, and they don't need much supervision and, much guidance or anything like that. They just listen, you're raising your job as a parent is to raise your kids. Right. If, if they do, you don't have to follow them around and chase them around or do anything like that. I know. exactly. I know exactly where you guys are coming from. My son's six. I put him on the corner. He does what he needs to do. I, <laughs> I get, I go to work. I have a good time. I come home, you know, he's still, he's still playing out there by himself. Nobody's taking him. I've done my job. <laughs> Your only kid? You only have one boy? Oh, I have a um, I have a twelve year old girl as well. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I didn't mention her because you know she's trouble. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's something 
something you broke because you were mad at a sporting event? Or have you ever raged because of the outcome of a sporting event? I don't feel like I've ever broke anything, but I mean, I've had my neighbors ask if everything's okay before because of the Red Sox losing a game to the Yankees one time. Like, I used to get pissed off at baseball games, man. Like, if they mismanaged or something like that, I'd be yelling. But I always, like, I, dude, I work hard for all my stuff, so I've never really tried to break any of it. I mean, I want to throw stuff at my TV, but then I'm like, then I don't have to go buy a new TV. I always have that rationalization before. (laughs) Reality says, fuck, that's a $400 TV. If I got to replace it, fuck that. It ain't worth it. Right, right. Yeah, maybe you maybe you told him to steal second. Oh well, you know. <laughs> See, I'm a Bucks fan. Right? We're used to losing. The rage is gone. Yeah, right. There's no rage. Same yeah. with Dolphin fans. Yeah, I mean, there's no start- rage at all. It's Broncos fan. It's 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 rough, man. I'm like, eh, well, like I'll watch this team now. You know, like starting to turn into a bandwagon fan of like the Steelers this year. Like, I was all way into the Steelers. I mean, not way into them. I'll always be a Broncos fan, you know, but it's hard to be a Broncos fan right now. I can't imagine being a Bucks fan. Well, so fantasy football's been the saving grace because, like, watching a team that's not the Bucks that actually has a shot at winning week in and week out has been the thing that keeps me going through NFL seasons. <laughs> See, and I feel like the Broncos fandom that I used to have got almost ruined by fantasy football because I'm like, I have no problem rooting against the Broncos if I need a guy to score some points. (laughs) I have the same issue, man, but, uh, like, you know, I I want the Bucks to win almost all the time, but if if Kamara has to score, at least if if the, you know, if if the Saints are going to score, at least let it be, let, let it be Kamara. You know what I mean? Like, let it be the guy I have. So I, I just take that mentality. Like I'd want the Bucks to win forty-four to whatever, and since I'd never have the Bucks defense, like I don't care who scores on the Saints. I hope it's a ninety-nine to ninety-eight game and the Bucks win. You know, right? See, yeah, and I mean, I'm like even greedier than that. I'm like, I want this guy to get right to the one, you know, or things like that. Like this guy has to do exactly this one thing, you know. But I still want the Broncos to win overall. But it's not the be all end all anymore like it used to be for me. Yeah, me either. Well, and listen, I used to, when when the Bucks had their run where they were pretty good for about five years, six years. Um, that's kind of when I was growing up into football. I mean, I was I I was a fan of them before, and they'd lost, but like my my high school years were they were pretty good. So those were the years I was really really starting to get into like the NFL and. So when they lose then, when they're good and they lose, and they lose to a team they should beat, like, okay, you're mad. But when you're an awful team and you expect, like, double-digit losses every year, and what's another loss? Right. I mean, especially, so, the, the stat I found most disappointing was Dirk Cutter got fired just recently, and he has the third highest winning percentage of any Bucks coach in history. <laughs> well, if you look, go back and look at the Bucks coaching history, though it's it's not that impressive. No, it goes it goes. I think Dungey, Gruden, and Dirk Cutter, like literally yeah. those three. And it, you're like, 
and he has a losing record. So when you're a Bucks fan, you learn not to be disappointed. Right. That's pretty funny stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Depressingly funny. Uh, Question number 14. They call you dirty jobs. What's the dirtiest job you've ever had to do? Oh, man. So many. Like, there's just so many. Like, so, in my line of work, there's a lot of drains, right? And drains, washers, dryers, dishwashers, things like that. The day I actually got the nickname Dirty Jobs is I walked into this house, man. And, I mean, this house was immaculate. I mean, this lady, this it was a Mennonite family, in fact, right? And so they kept everything. I mean, the woman stays home. She cleans, cooks. I mean, it's it's like 19 or 1900s living, right, for women. And so I go and I open up their washing machine, not expecting anything, but I could see water in it. So I have my vacuum ready, right? And when I open up that washing machine, there was so much mold. And I mean, I'm talking like maybe an inch thick on the paddles on this thing, dude. And they washed clothes in that. But I opened it up. And right when I opened it up, I threw up. And I threw up right into my shop back. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if if you're going to throw up, I guess that's a good spot to do it. I mean. (laughs) On it, I turned the power on. And I I threw up into the, the sucking side. Not one drop hit the ground. I'm very proud of that moment right there. And luckily, like. In their situation, they're not allowed to be in the house with another man if their husband's not there. And so it was just me in their house. And so she didn't get to see me do this. But I ended up fixing that washer. And uh, do, I mean, uh, one time I walked into a house and I'm not joking. These people took a snow shovel to shovel the garbage out of the way. It was like 12 below zero or something like that, right? 12 below. And there were fleas flying around on all this garbage and stuff like that. Like, I'm like, man, these fleas can survive at 12 below zero. Like, this is what these people have created at this house. Like, it's just, oh, you just see some stuff in my line of work. So when uh, I lived in, in Titusville, the very first house I bought was a townhouse. And the building next to us, there was an older gentleman that lived there. And he, he was our... He was literally the the neighborhood drunk for us. We knew if there was somebody in the neighborhood drunk causing trouble, it was always this guy. Always, always, always him. Well, one night he got drunk and he put his hand through one of the windows. Well, he ended up cutting himself so bad, he passed out and bled out and ended up dying. Uh, My real estate company at the time was renting that house to him. The owner contacted us and said, hey, we need you guys to get a cleaning crew to come in and clean the house. He's like, apparently this guy wasn't taking care of the house. It's really bad. I'm not going to clean it. You guys need to come in and hire somebody to clean it. So myself, because I live right there and, uh, one of the broker's son, Jimmy, we go over to this house, you open the door and I kid you not on the floor, there was at least two to two and a half inch thick newspaper all over the floor. It was soaked in piss, beer bottles everywhere and shit everywhere. This guy just, 
shit and pissed on. He didn't never use a bathroom. It looked like it was the worst smell. We had to get a professional cleaning crew come out there. And like they did the whole big tent over the house and whatnot. They did that, that all over his side and sucked everything out and cleaned everything out. Uh, they had to wear the white chem suits and everything. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah, we, we, the, we ended up having, cause we were supposed to be the property manager for them. And obviously that particular unit, they, the, the property manager that was supposed to be doing it wasn't really doing their checks like they were supposed to. So they ended up getting fired, but the office ended up having to pay for everything inside the house to be replaced. They had to take out the drywall, rip up the carpet, uh, if there was tile, get rid of the tile. I mean, we had to redo the entire inside of the house. Wow. It was fucking, it was terrible. Oh, that sounds just horrible. My brain actually went to a separate place because that was so bad. Like, oh, I can't imagine. And I think about, like, doing my job, like, up here. You know, this is Wyoming where it's cold. Like I said, fleas were a rare thing. Like, but where you guys live, where everything legit is trying to kill you all the time, plants. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't imagine doing this job down there. Hey, did you did you happen to see any gators when you were down here? I did, yeah. We actually, on the way, like, so I saw, like, a couple babies at this little preserve. But on our way home, like, right outside of uh, wherever we were staying, and I mean, I have a shit memory, so I, I can't even remember, like, St. Lucia or something like that. But on our way back, I actually saw one swimming in a like a creek right next to the road. Me and my me and my brother in law were the only two to see it. But this thing was like probably, you know, it was only probably like four or five feet long. It was nothing huge or anything like that, but a lot bigger than the baby we saw. Yeah, I uh, I, asked, I I was coming home from work yesterday. I think it was either yesterday or before. And Jason and I, where we work, it's a, a wildlife refuge, so you see wild animals all the time. Um, the building that I work with. Uh, the building I work in, right next to it, there's a a little a little creek. No, not, it's not a creek. What's that? A retention pond. And there's a gator that's typically in that pond. But on the way home yesterday, I seen both a bald eagle and an alligator. And I, I just didn't know if you got to see any gators while you were down here. Yeah, I saw. Uh, like I said, I only saw a couple. I do get to see a lot of bald eagles up here, though. I'm jealous. I think I'd rather see bald eagles than uh, than gators. One time I was fishing, dude, and there was like three bald eagles fishing in the same lake I was, and it was like three other people there, and it was me. It was awesome. Drinking, fishing, looking at bald eagles, America. 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 Right there. (laughs) You know our national bird bird was almost a turkey? Yes. It was so close, and turkeys are just stupid. Yep. They're so delicious, though. They are good. <laughs> you fry them. Oh, they're so good, so so good. Ah, uh, I have a feeling I know the answer to question number fifteen, but I'm going to go ahead and ask it anyway. Did you watch Bird Box? I did not. <laughs> like I said, I have a feeling I know the answer to this question. <laughs> My son and my daughter both tried to get me to watch it, and they were both watching it on my TV, and I kicked them both off of my TV when they were watching it. But I did catch, like, <laughs> like yeah, no, no, this is weird. I, I would totally walk in and be like, get that shit off my TV. <laughs> have you guys seen it? No. I have not. I have no. not. Now, here, here, here you go, Jason. Will you ever see it? 
No. No. I shy away from those meme kind of movies a lot. Like, I have no interest in seeing it. Even even with the jo- like, even the jokes for it are tired for me. Like, it's it's one of those yeah. things where they're funny at first, but then they get used so much. It's like, all right, it it was funny yesterday. Today it's just not that funny. And it happens just that fast too. Like, okay, day one, you see memes for Bird Box, and you go, "What the fuck is this?" And day two, you're like, okay, that's a little funny. And day three, it's over. Because, like, it's been used a million times. Yep. Absolutely. Like, the aging thing. Like, uh, I'm over all of it. All right, Mike, I got a a feeling this this next question's up your alley. What are your top three desserts? Ooh. So, the Domino's Lava Crunch Cake, number one. For sure. Like, dude, that's like a chocolate. Those are so good. Aren't they, though? Like, those are probably the best. Right So, when I worked at Domino's, we used to get those. And every once in a while, I'd throw one in the the oven and get one for free. Oh, so good. A free one would be even better. That's probably (laughs) the only thing that would actually beat the lava crunch cake. A choco taco? Like, I don't know if you guys have ever had those or if those are something that where you guys live or something like that, but it's like a cinnamon taco with ice cream in it. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then Sopapillas. Man, we got a place like about six miles east of here that uh, just, oh, my God, man. They have these Sopapillas. You put a little honey on them. That, those are probably my three favorites right there. What about you, Jason? Uh, so I like... So you said lava cake. I like the, you know, I like a lava cake with chocolate cake with where it melts in the middle. Put a little uh, van- vanilla ice cream on top. That's that's uh, number one. I just got back from a cruise and had that multiple times a day. So, <laughs> so, so, so lava cake, number one. Uh, I like baked Alaska, you know. so Exp- going, going to details in case people don't know what baked Alaska is. Well, so baked. Baked Alaska is like an ice cream cake uh, with like a banana. Well, the one I usually have has like a banana. Like, I guess it's a meringue, but I, I don't know what the some kind of whipped banana flavored something on top where they torch it. And then the third one, because I like bananas, bananas foster. Oh, I, you know what? I'm going to change it. I just like sweet plantains as a dessert. Do you guys do that? Like just sweet plantains, sometimes a little cinnamon, sometimes a little honey, but just sweet plantains. That's that's number three. I'm not a plantains guy. I think I've seen a plantain, but that's about as far as I've gone with that. I bet you that Sopapilla place has plantains. Next time, get some sweet, some Maduros. Get you some. I'll try it. It's not really a dessert. It's a fruit, but they fry it, and it's sweet, and it's delicious. All right. So my my top three, I'm going to go ice cream number one. Uh, Various flavors, whatever. I don't care. Ice cream... For me is 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 my weakness. Uh, prefer it fried, but if I can't get it fried, I'll eat it just regular frozen ice cream. That's that's number one. Number two is apple pie. Love apple pie. And my third, I'm gonna go with an apple fritter. And and, and the only reason why is because I'm not much of a cake person, so I don't like the chocolate lava cakes are good, but I'm not really a big fan of cake even though I like the chocolate lava cakes, but if you gave me an option between a lava cake or an apple fritter, I'm taking a good apple fritter every time. 
Huh. Yeah. I'm not a pie. I'm not really a pie guy. Not oh, really a fritter I, guy either. I, I see. And I'm, I'm in anything with sugar in it, guys. So <laughs> I, I just throw them at me. I love them. I'll <laughs> eat them all. That's it. All right, here we go, Mike. This one, this is probably going to cause you to either get some friends or lose some friends. We're not really sure. But uh, we're going to roll with this. It has to be get some. Can't lose zero, right? Uh, Well, no, no. (laughs) Wait wait till you hear the questions. Uh, Keep, trade, cut, start, and bench. I added the last two because I needed five. Your options. Steve, Chris, Oos, Adam, or Lucas. Oh, shit. And then, le- <laughs> and then let me say this before we start. I feel like Steve's value has never been lower. Right. Like right. He's, so, he's missing an action. So you, so you can't really trade him, right? <laughs> yeah, you're not going to get much for him because like, right, he won't report. Right now. He won't report to the new team. So I've got to cut Steve just based off of recency, although he would be my keep if that weren't the case, because God, Steve does so much for us. I just miss Steve. But my keep would have to be Chris, right? So it was Chris, who's Steve, Adam, and Lucas? Yep. Oh, Adam, I'm sorry. I got to trade you, buddy. I gotta <laughs> he's, and I love- he's the founder, so I think you can get good value for that. That's yeah, what I'm saying. That, yeah. That's the reason you're trading him is, is is because of the value. He's the most valuable piece. You're going to get the most return on Adam. What do you think you can uh, get for an Adam? Oh, you can get two solid, solid, solid pieces at least, in my opinion. Two first rounders, easy. You think you could get a Neil and a two drink, or what are you, what are you looking at? Uh, I think you could do better than that. Oh, step up to like a step up to somebody I'm national? Like, something like that. Like, I think I could get Fabiano. For Amo. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I have a feeling that, though, once you have a Fabiano on your side, you probably want to get rid of him, so. Well, listen, uh, he's just trade. you just, you're just, you're just flipping trades at that point. Right. What were the last two? So I've, I've already kept one, I've cut one, and I've okay, traded. So, so far, we've cut Steve. We traded Adam. Steve. We're keep, we're keep, yeah, we're, we're, we're we cut Steve. We traded Adam. We're keeping Chris. So now you got starting bench. Start and bench between Hoos and Lucas. Oh my God! This is like having to choose between Melvin Gordon and Alvin Kamara or something like that, right? Like it, it, so. it's 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 one of those things where where it's great to have this problem. You got options, right? right? So which one between 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 Kamara and Melvin Gordon? Which one gives really long answers to every question? Right. See, and that's why that's why who's the sit on the bench, buddy. I'm sorry, man. I've got to start Lucas right here. Although both of you talk a long time a lot. <laughs> I was about to say, you realize they are both long-winded. <laughs> right, right. But but if one of them takes the crown, I think it is who's. I think it is who's. But uh, but hopefully all these guys know I love each and every one of them, and then I start. <laughs> Wait, so so which one's getting benched again? Who's? Who's is getting benched? I'm starting you, Lucas. Don't let me down. I think that's uh, a rookie that's... mistake. I think who's who? You got to call on who's. You probably should. I mean, you can't go wrong. We have uh, a lot of that? 
We had a lot of did not practice out of Lucas this year. Oh, he only missed it. I don't know. Lucas was always there when I needed him, man. I mean, <laughs> Sunday, Sunday blitz aside, but he was always there on Thursdays and Wednesdays. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Okay. Okay. I got I got your logic. Like I said, this question is going to get you some friends and might cost you some. <laughs> oh, I'll fight any one of you in your local house, but you just got to know that you have to keep me after we fight. Like, oh, it's so... That's funny, because that leads me right into the next question. What a segue. You're a freaking genius. Have <laughs> you ever been in a fist fight? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Like, this is, like, so in Wyoming, when you're growing up, you don't have anything to do. I've probably been in 300 or so fist fights in my life. So many. I haven't been in one in, like, 20 years, if that's any consolation. But, man, that's all we used to do. There was a summer... One time where it was, uh, so I was kind of like a little punk rocker, right? And it was kind of like a movie where the punks fought the hicks, right? But a whole summer of it, a whole entire summer, every single day, somebody would be j jumping out of a car and just whipping your ass, or it'd be four of you hopping out of a car and whipping this guy's ass every single day for 90 straight days. I gotta feel like the hicks way outweigh the punk rockers in Wyoming. Oh, dude, but we're dirty. Like, one time I remember me and two of my other buddies, like, and these guys were high school, right? And I'm in junior high at the time, so I don't even really know what's going on. And these hicks would always go hang out at this, like, funeral home for some reason at the corner of this uh, street, whatever. And they would all be sitting there with their shirts off, jamming, you know, George Strait all out on their pickup trucks and things like that. And they're all out there. And my buddy goes, hey, flip around. He goes, go back by him. And I'm like, I wonder what he's going to do, you know? And we drive back by him. And he sprays mace at these guys. That's actually what started the fight that summer. And then we fought every day after that because of this incident. But, man, you know, we want, like, so you have to fight a little bit dirtier when you're a little bit lighter, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome. Uh, if you could do a podcast with anyone as your guest. Who would it be? Probably Morgan Freeman, because, man, isn't that guy's voice just legendary? Like, I think just having his voice down, I'd like to ask him to just say random shit, you know? Like, will you <laughs> like, like a whole show where I can just command him on saying shit that makes me laugh. Oh, uh, him and James Earl Jones. Right. It's a toss up because that's who I was also thinking right there, because then you also have Darth Vader. Too, exactly. So. Oh, oh, I want to I want to get Darth Vader to say all kinds of fucked up shit for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> actually just you, you might have swayed me. James Earl Jones said I changed my answer. They're both they're It's but they're both amazing. Amazing. Like. Yeah. I need a, I need a. So right now I'm putting out a call. I need a James Earl Jones. And a Morgan Freeman impersonator. We we right. gotta talk. I gotta I gotta get some stuff done. <laughs> this job may include putting me to bed at night and waking me up in the morning. Exactly like an alarm <laughs> clock. I want well, my I alarm was clock. To say, you you might be doing the voiceover for my alarm in the morning. That's exactly. <laughs> I I remember uh, when when some of the GPS programs were first coming out. They had a uh, a Darth Vader who would tell you which directions to go. <laughs> that was cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So if I could do a show with anybody, I would have to say I would want to do it with The Rock and Kevin Hart. And and the reason why is because 
my wife follows both of them on Instagram, and she's always showing me the the trash talk the two go back and forth with each other with, and is absolutely freaking hysterical. So I feel like if I could get both of them on a show with me, I could just sit back and let the two of them go at it, and I I'd have a great time just laughing my ass off. Yeah, that'd be a good combo right there. Well, and to be fair, if you had Owen Hart, be a really quiet part podcast. <laughs> yes. Super, super silent podcast. Really quiet. <laughs> yes. uh, all right. Question number 20 of the 20 shitty questions. Uh, what's the grossest, most exotic thing you've ever eaten? Oh, man. There's I've eaten a lot of crazy crap. Uh, probably head cheese, because that's like pig brain, right? I think that's the grossest thing I've ever had. I've never even heard of head cheese. I'm actually Googling this right now. Yeah, dude, I was like, this is, we're talking 1993, 1994 when this shit went down. So I might be wrong on it, but I swear to God, that's what it was called, this head cheese. We ate head cheese like Greek olives. I don't know if you've ever had a Greek olive, but that's nasty. Rocky Mountain Oysters, I've tried those. I've eaten so it fun. actually, it, it doesn't look that bad. Yeah, it wasn't the worst, you know, but that's probably the most disgusting thing. Except the time I was in the Andes and I ate a human. No, I can't. <laughs> so it, according to my friend Google... Uh, head cheese or brawn is a cold cut that originated in Europe. Uh, a version pickled with vinegar is known as a souse. Head cheese is not a dairy cheese, but terrain or meat jelly often made f- with flesh of the head of a calf or pig, or less commonly a sheep or cow. Yeah, huh. like I said, they, they said it was like sheep brains. Yeah, it possibly could have been. <laughs> How about you, George? Uh, oh, sheep brains, big brains. Oh, I've been drinking. Mine was easy. Camel patties. How are those? What is a camel patty? It's exactly what you think it is. It's a, so it's a chicken it's a patty. Camel. Exactly. Wow, that's weird. That's weird, but I get it. You know, it, like if you're over there. Yeah, it was when I was in uh, Kuwait, I had a camel patty because why wouldn't I have a camel patty in Kuwait? And right. uh, it, very interesting, very rough, very chewy, uh, not too terribly tasting, but not something I would like, hey, let's go here and get some camel patty. Not happening. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, how about you, Jason? I, I don't. I haven't had that many uh, sweet breads. Have you had sweet breads? No. I don't know uh, that. This is something gross or scary, though. That sounds like sugar and bread. Yeah, it's a culinary name for the thymus. It's especially uh, this is especially of the calf and lamb. Um, it's uh, it can be the throat of animals. Okay. So I feel like I could get down with some of that. It's actually not bad. It is. It's the weirdest thing I've eaten, though. Um, yeah. I had it on a work trip. One of our friends uh, in California told me I should try them, 
and I did. They were pretty good. I mean, the restaurant we went to wasn't all that great, so the the flavor was a little off. But I I just attributed that as the restaurant wasn't all that great in the first place. <laughs> yeah, no, I I remember you telling me about that trip. Yeah, um, it was the weirdest. So this restaurant was supposed to be like an area favorite, and we went and, and uh my my supervisor at the time bought a shrimp cocktail and like you know when you order shrimp cocktail you're expecting like decent sized shrimp like around a bowl with with some sauce in the middle right cocktail sauce and uh they these shrimp came out they were little tiny salad shrimp they came out in a uh sunday glass like they were a dessert uh they were warm and then the cocktail sauce was put on like it was whipped cream it was the grossest shrimp cocktail I've ever even tried. It it's funny you say that because I one time like went to Mazatlan, Mexico, and uh, this guy ordered a shrimp cocktail that came out exactly like what you just said. But this guy like straight up took all the shrimp out and was using them as bait, fishing right there in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, just to explain, sweetbreads are an organ meat from the thymus gland and pancreas. The easiest sweetbreads to find are from veal or lamb, and beef and pork are also available. I, I, I try that. I don't think, like I said, I'm, it's not some place I'm going to recommend saying, hey, let's go over here and get some sweetbreads. Well, listen, if you but like, if you like I, chicken I livers, it. if you like, like fried chicken livers, it's kind of the same. Yeah. Man, see, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not much of a, a fried chicken liver kind of guy. And gizzards. Oh, I like livers. No, 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 thank you on the gizzards. No, thank you. So I, I'm willing to try anything once, but I, I've had gizzards. No, thank you. Don't care yeah. for them. I'm not a big fan of anything that sounds like that. Even like, no, I'm out. That just sounds like a foul thing. But I've had them, but they're not the worst, you know. Unlike you, yeah. I'll try everything. I'll try anything. Like if you're gonna offer it, I'll give it a shot. You put enough hot sauce on them; they're pretty actually. They're actually pretty good. Listen, if you have to put a lot of hot sauce on it to make it good, you don't. You don't need to eat them. <laughs> I think that's just a southern method of everything. Like, they're like, oh, this is really good. This is Nutria. I'm like, oh, cool. wonder what a Nutria is. And I look it up, and it's like a giant rat. I'm like, man, people in the <laughs> south are gross. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I, I've never had rat. I don't think I actually – I think that's where I draw the line. I think you made me draw the line, Mike. I don't think I'm ever going to eat rat. Yeah, not a, not into rat. Well, so that was the 20 shitty questions. I we We did finally come up with a name for that segment. <laughs> I do like but they're that. They're not name. shitty questions. They're, they're, they 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 bring so much value to the show. Oh, well, I had fun. They're again, fun. Again, that's not saying much. You've you've heard the rest of the show, right? Like <laughs> ma- making the rest of the show more valuable is not a hard thing to do. <laughs> Somebody's got to bring something of value, Jason. All right, all right. It might as well be you. I thought that's why you guys asked me to be on here. That's oh, exactly, absolutely. No, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> absolutely. We're taking baby steps. <laughs> see, see, so we got you on as a guest. The next step is a returning guest. And then the next natural progression is third host. 
it's just, we got to start somewhere, though. We got to get you on the first time before we can get there. And then gradually, awesome. gradually, we can fade me out as the guy who edits the show. Oh, hey. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, no. Hey, he was promised to come on a show he didn't have to edit. No, but like I said, baby steps. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I can say for sure is if you guys ever need me to come on as often as you guys came through in a pinch for us, you can count on me anytime. I appreciate it, man. And yeah, and and with that said, why don't you plug yourself? Well, you can find me at Dirty Jobs Twenty One on Twitter, Dirty Underscore Jobs Twenty One, I think on. And oh no, Dirty Jobs, Dirty Underscore Jobs Underscore Mike. Yeah, I don't even know how to follow myself on Instagram. <laughs> um, just basically anywhere you look up Dirty Jobs. I'm not Mike Rowe. I'm Mike Darling. So just. No, I'm not the guy on the Discovery Channel, but I have a way grosser job than that guy did. So, and that's how so basically just follow me at the Sleeperware show. We were going to bill you as as Mike Rowe from Dirty <laughs> Jobs, and you just ruined it. You oh. ruined it! Oh. You sound so much like him. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> like, like body doubles, too. I mean, look just like the guy, too. Oh, really? No. Oh. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say, how are you doing? Hey, you, you, you aren't gonna say that regardless, Jason. That's kind of rude. Well, you know. I listen. I know. I'm. A, I get jealous when you do that. I know you do. Listen, we we're not podcasting next to each other anymore. I'm. I've got a wandering eye. Look, <laughs> I, I, I will say this. I right now I am literally in my underwear though. I've seen that before. <laughs> I'm in my underwear too, but it's very long underwear. <laughs> I'll send you guys a picture of uh what I'm looking out out my window right now. Like my door keeps even opening and shutting because it's blowing so hard. <laughs> oh, I've had that with George too. <laughs> what the Not opening and closing of the door? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant, George. I I know. Yeah. All right. So, thanks for coming on again, Mike. It was it was great to have you on. Uh, we've got to do this again, uh, probably when we give you a little more chance to prepare. And uh, but we appreciate you coming in, coming on last minute when when one of our guests who was supposed to be on this week uh, couldn't make it, and and uh, we thought, who should we have on? And when when George told me that you were available, I got super excited because, like I said, we we've, we've done a bunch of shows together on Sundays. We're getting ready to do another show together. Uh, I love having conversations with you. Like we talk before shows, and and most of the time, I'm thinking, man, this could have been a show in itself. So it was really great to have you on. Yeah, I mean, and the feeling is 100 percent mutual. I mean, you guys are like my best friends on the radio. You know, I mean, just much love sent your guys' way. You, like I said, you've always been there for us in a pinch, and even if not, man, it's just been, uh, I feel like this relationship just gets better every time we, we have a few minutes together. Ooh, and I have a 21st question. Start, sit, me or George? Oh, that is tough. <laughs> Put you on the spot. That is, that is mean right there, because I had to sit one of you guys, right? Right. Like, but, So it has to be George, just because you asked the question. That's see. it. That's so, the only thing that separated it. So George starts? No, George sits. Oh. You ask the question, so you start. That's awesome. 
I was going to say, they don't call me Showtime for nothing, but I'll ride the bench. It's okay. Yeah, see, dude, that's another good problem to have, and it's one of those you can't go wrong with either situation. I was going to say, I'm pretty lazy. I don't mind sitting them out. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, here's the thing, though, and I get your logic, because what you did, Mike, is you didn't want to sit Jason, because you knew the minute you sat him, he was just going to fall asleep anyway. So you wanted to keep him awake, you wanted to keep him attentive, you wanted to keep him prepared, so your only option was not to sit him. I, I get what you were going with that. I really you do. can't get a sleeping guy off the bench, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mike, thanks again. Yep, thank you guys. And that's our interview with Mike Dirty Jobs from Sleeperwire. Uh, it was awesome to have him on. We've been on his shows a bunch. They're kind of our shows now, but, you know, his shows. Um, George is over there still counting to the bottom of the playoff challenge where see how many, <laughs> how many teams he's, he spent that whole hour going, one, I'm not there, two, I'm not there, three, I'm not, right, you should start from the bottom, work your way up, there's your tip. Absolutely. That, yeah, start at the bottom, work your way up, you'll find me. <laughs> but no, it was, it was really great to have Mike on. Uh, I, I feel like it was only a matter of time before we had him on. We, I mean, we, we do so much together. Uh, like you said, we're going to be doing the, uh, fantasy football university together uh last year we did mock metal mondays together with mike and steve that was always a blast um we did the sunday sunday blitz all year with mike uh it's just we get along great with mike it's really a good time half the time we just bs off the air uh we got our own little group group chat going where we just bs in there as well uh it's good stuff we really love having mike on and even though we called them the 20 shitty questions there were some pretty damn good questions in there, Jason. I just want to point that out. Okay, we'll change the name of the segment to 10 Shitty Questions. <laughs> no, listen. Plus, we, plus we can, 10 more. We could we could keep the, the 20 Shitty Questions. I just wanted to point out, for the record, there were some pretty good questions in there. They, 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 they led to lots and lots of good conversations, lots <laughs> of stories, lots of little intricacies that we didn't know. For example, we didn't know Mike doesn't watch movies very much no but you know what i feel like the listeners don't care about mike watching movies or not no but you would think living up in wyoming where he lives there's fucking nothing to do okay i've got homework for you oh god i'm not gonna do it but what is it (laughs) we've got to work 20 shitty questions we've got to figure out how to wrap in the standing to wipe you know in every question Something. Uh, no, no, no. Just like, just be, in just as the name. We got to work that in somehow. I don't know. We'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. It's it's your it's your homework. I'm not doing your I'm homework not, for you again, I'm, George. I'm not even sure what the task is. To be honest, I'll explain like, it better off the air. Okay. Yeah, because like, I am literally sitting there thinking, I don't know what you're asking me to Fuck do. Fuck it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. All right, you know what? I think well, this I think is a podcast. It's recorded. It's not record- live. It's well, it's live now when we're doing it. Yes, this is true. Anyway, so I think I'm running out of steam. I think you're running out of steam. I think. Uh, yeah, I think that I just I just took some bedtime medicine, dude. I'm I told as I told you earlier, I'm not really feeling that great. Uh, I don't know if it's the keto flu. I don't know if it's the real flu. I don't know uh, if it's you I setting up. Know. I don't know if it's you setting up for time off tomorrow at the factory. Nope, I will be there. I will be there. I've got to be there. I'm not sure the boss man's going to be there, so I have to be there. 
Yeah, I'll cut, I'll cut out the name. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. So with all that said, uh, where can they they can <laughs> where can they find you, George? Oh God, we've done this only twice, and I can't remember how we close the show. Um, so if you want to find us, you can go to bftgpodcast dot com. You can find us on Twitter at bftgpod and at ff underscore university. And if you want to find me on Twitter just by myself, I'm fl doctor milbarge. You can email us at bftgpodcast at gmail dot com. You can find us on the Fantasy Life app. I'm at Geo. And I'm at Dr. Mill. And you can find us on the Sleeper app where I am at BFTGEO. And I'm at BFTG Dr. Mill. And thank you for taking a break from your daily grind. the ending so much harder now because you're not looking at me that's probably what it is <laughs> i like to I, I like to look at you in in the eyes when i finish uh, i'm leaving sorry you know, i didn't hear you i was swallowing <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm leaving i'm gonna this is gonna all like all of that at the end like is gonna be the after credits <laughs>